Welcome to today's podcast on group fields and why it's so important to trust our guidance, to be aligned in the truth of who we are, and to be able to hold that connection, that alignment, and that access to our inner guidance when we're in a group field. Not only so that we don't change in a downward convergence with the group field we're in, that we bring the positive qualities of who we are to that group field and we transmute, reflect or reject or send home even the negative qualities that might not be a match for our highest vibration, but also why it's important that we learn to choose and have discernment about is this group field the right group for me? Because when we enter a group field, we enter what I call a reality bubble that's co-created by the thoughts, beliefs, intentions, agendas, limitations, gifts, qualities, expansive qualities, uh, and um, capabilities of everybody in that field. And although the groups often converge around a conscious intention, there are also uh, matrices of unconscious qualities that are writing the script for what can and can't happen, for what is and isn't real, for what you can and what you can't access, even within yourself. And it will affect how you get your guidance, what guidance you get, um, what you channel as real, what you vibrationally can access, And although we can all work against a group field because humanity has ascended because there are always breakout groups of individuals, breakaway groups of individuals who stretch the boundaries, who push through the limitations of what is possible according to the collective um, commonality in the human consciousness um, field on the planet, Um, It's actually not all of us have that role. It's a special role. Not all of us have the job of doing that. You know, there are some very special ambassadors who are here to break the status quo for everybody else so that um, a large number of people can can follow, can can ascend in in particular ways. But maybe that's not our group um, role. And it's important as well when we know how to to stay aligned in the truth of who we are, to to, to stay connected to our inner guidance and to be embodied with that in a group field so that we can show up in any group field as the signature note in the song that hopefully is a harmony in the group field that we're a part of. So we each have a role, is what I mean by that. We each have a role to play in a group. See, every single person on the planet at this time, no one is here by accident. Every single person is playing a part in the collective ascension of humanity. Every single person. The movement of ascension is so unbelievably complex that there are around 8 billion different roles for for people, just people. We're not even talking about the communities in consciousness, the elemental consciousnesses, the earth and deva consciousnesses, the angelic and cherubim and Elohim dimensions of consciousness within the earth. Gaia herself 
um, we're not talking about the archetypal consciousnesses. We are just talking about how many different roles there are in this now moment of global ascension for human beings to play. And there are as many different roles as there are human beings. Which is why when we join any kind of group, we become part of a group field and we bring the signature blueprint of ourselves as a note in a song, in a harmony, to that field. And that signature blueprint contains, well, what is my role here? <laughs> we don't always consciously know that. And the way we can identify that we have a role in a group field is by turning within and trusting our own experience. Are we in resonance? Are we in sympathetic resonance with this group field? And what do we, how do we notice ourselves being affected? Now, I'm just going to give an example before I, I go into the longer explanation of this. And we look a little bit more at the metaphysics of group field consciousness. So, for example, I channel and I access my guidance and I am attuned to always access the highest possible guidance at any one time. This is something I have worked with over the years. And I was exploring, just while we were bringing through, the guides are bringing through a lot of group field information over the last week or so. And so I was exploring this. And in that week, I got guided to go to somewhere I love to go. In fact, it was an, a, a dance. It was a group dance. And in that group dance, there was energy work at the beginning of the dance that was all about being in a group field. You know, no accidents here. No, no synchronicities. I just spent all day channeling group field information and then I go to a dance and what are we doing but an exercise, an energy alchemy exercise at the beginning of the dance that connected us all consciously in a shared group field energetically before we then went into the dance. Now, at the end of that dance, I turned within for my guidance and I asked something about my cat. Now, for me, that's a great example because I have a little vulnerability when I channel around my cat. Um, if I channel about almost anything else, my usual rules of channeling apply. But if I channel about my cat, I get in the way, I, ha I have concerns, I, I, I basically mess up the message so often. So we'll bear that in mind. But when I checked in and tuned in and I asked a simple question, is my cat all right now? The message came back to me, no, your cat has died. And I just knew instantly that wasn't true. And that I was showing myself something about the group field that I joined. And I was like, why would I get a message like that? That's so obviously not truth. I've been actually getting the message that, that comes from my fears. And not just my fears, but my worst fears. And it was showing me that the resonance, the frequential resonance of the group field um, that I was a part of was not a match for my own signature blueprint. So that was just an example of how, and I, I, I mean, I have discernment, I practiced this. I knew that I was getting a message about the group feel because that was my focus that day. That's what I wanted information on. I was asking questions and asking to be shown. So I knew that's why that message came to me. But it really was, as I say, a bit on point. So you can see how when people channel, we're not always channeling the highest truth. We can be channeling the highest truth within the limitations of not only our 
our own matrix of beliefs, expectations, limitations, expansions, gifts, and abilities, but channeling within a group field. Now, in group field, thought forms can be held. And when one person holds a thought form, that takes up an energetic shape in their, in their field. And that energetic shape can be charged, it can be strengthened, it can be empowered. And it can be empowered with the focus of, of mental attention and thought. It can be further empowered with visualization and imagination. But it can be supercharged with the force of emotion. And especially if the force of emotion transcends emotions and becomes, uh, you know, takes on the quality of belief. So if just one of us working with our individual field can generate a thought form that we can then channel information from. Now, a thought form is not the highest truth in us. It's something we create and hold in our field. But our beliefs can give us, can create thought forms, our experiences can create our beliefs. And unguarded, we can actually hold a plethora of unhelpful thought forms in our field that, that define, constantly are defining our reality and constantly uh, being part of the hologram from the holographic projection codes from which our, well, the holographic projection matrix from which our, our reality is manifested. So we're constantly having an affirmation of something that happened to us in the past being recreated in the present and the future because we have a thought form around that in our energy field and that's constantly generating those qualities. We're giving instructions to reality. Now, you can see when thought forms are generated from a wounding place and a disempowered place because something uh, something unhelpful has happened for us um, or something we didn't like, something traumatic has happened for us. Um, that's not the only consequence of trauma, but it is one of the consequences of trauma at one energetic level. And that has the power to create in our reality. And we can channel from that thought form unless we use discernment, unless we check, unless we always ask when we're accessing inner guidance and, um, and channeling our guidance or our guides, am I, con am I channeling the highest possible guidance now? Is this the highest possible truth available to me now? Um, or am I running a pattern? Do I need to be shown something? Is there resistance to work on? And so on, you know, if we don't have a checklist of things that we're going to check for when we're channeling, when we're accessing our guidance. So just giving the example of one person generating and holding a thought form of some kind in their field, which is not the highest truth, but then can then be channeled from the highest truth, can then manifest in reality. What happens if you have a group, a group field of consciousness qualifying thought form, a thought form, a specific thought form that comes from a, um, a trauma, a group trauma held in the field, which can be any, any, you know, groups can gather, so shall we say, around a belief, a disempowering belief, such as um, there is, a, they are doing this to us. That's a disempowering belief. They, usually the bad people, 
are doing this, usually a bad thing, to us, usually the good people and the people in the group. So, you know, you've got this duality of dark and light, good and bad, us and them, you've got separation, and then you've got this disempowering belief of these people are doing something bad to us. Now, when you have a belief like that running in a group field, that's just one example, just one example, and that is empowered within the group. There are discussions around it in a group. Maybe the group actually has a place on social media where people are energizing the discussion around this. That discussion, it galvanizes the investment in this us, them doing something bad to us as a real thing, as the highest truth, as the more real. That then generates a thought form um, that's empowered with belief, with, with a belief around it. That thought form then generates um, codes for reality, instructions to reality, and then people within that group field can channel the thought form as real. So that it sounds like people are using their, call them higher gifts, I don't think they are, I think they're accessible to everyone, but call them they're using their gifts of conscious awareness to reinforce something as true when in fact it comes from a wounded place. And somebody entering that group field might know when they enter the group field, they might have their own sets of beliefs around what is and isn't true. They might not be part of that paradigm of us versus them. Um, They might not share that wounding belief when they enter the group field, but when they become integrated within the group field, they become limited by it, by that belief. Um, and by all of the implications in that belief. So we can become limited by the shared beliefs in a group field. And I would always say, always ask the question, how do I physically feel when I engage with this group online, in social media, in person? And there are much more subtle groups than that. But let's look at the obvious ones. Um, discussion groups, Facebook groups, Telegram groups, WhatsApp groups, social media groups, groups where we get together and we discuss around a focus, something that connects to our beliefs in what is real. So the question I would always ask, and this is lovely, I remember first learning this in this beautiful book, and I recommend this to everybody. Um, If you're interested in channeled information and you haven't come across it, Um, about 20 years ago I found this it was called Bringers of the Dawn Barbara Marciniak and it is priceless it is so beautiful Bringers of the Dawn Barbara Marciniak and I remember the Pleiadians being channeled in that and just saying look guys we've got a recommendation for you check when you engage with anything when you interact with anything ask yourself does it lift you Does it make you feel lifted? Does it make you feel expanded? How does it make you feel? Or does it make you, does it drop you? Do you feel dropped? Do you feel shut down? Do you feel frustrated or frightened? So my take on that is when you're in a group field, does the way that you feel, is it expanded or is it constricted? Does it open you up and lift you or does it shut you down and close you? Um... And then ask yourself the next question is if it if it makes you feel a negative or a constrictive emotion or physical response or mental, you know, mental thought processes are triggered, 
Ask yourself this. Do I need to engage with this? Be very, very clear about what you might be getting, but also be very cautious and aware and keep your awareness on. When is it time to leave this group field? When have I fulfilled my purpose within this group? When have I got the gifts I came here for? When have I learned what I came here to learn? When have I transcended my own limitations? My own blocks, my own constrictions, that which in me is is constricted that put me in resonance with this group in the first place. When, when have I got that? Is it time to leave yet, basically? So just check, do I feel good about this group? No. Is there a reason for me to be here? Yes, no. Um, when is it time to leave? Maybe now? <laughs> Okay, and the reason this is important for 2023 is the energies are supporting this year, our beautiful movement in higher um, levels of co-creative action. So we're coming together more and more, we're supported to come together in groups to co-create more and more and more. And this is a beautiful symptom of unity consciousness um, manifesting in the in the physical world by showing up as um, the support, the encouragement, the movement in consciousness, if you like, to become part of groups where we might have been isolated as light workers in the past, to become part of groups and work together in the real time, in real world time, to achieve a goal to do something, to actually go into action. So this is where the the shift into unity consciousness is being manifested, is the impulse for those of us feeling that to no longer work alone in isolation, no longer be bringing our projects in just into just our little world, but to be alive to that connectivity, to be reaching out and asking, who am I with? Who is with me? Um, who else is here with me? So this is why I say again, it's so important to be aligned with your highest truth, to be embodied in that alignment and resonating with that higher truth and bringing that resonance into your daily life, however you best do that through your daily practices, through your meditation, through your intention setting, um, but also through your activities and your actions. 2023, such an emphasis on the healed masculine in us, the one who has a goal and a single point of focus and can go into action like um, the shot arrow towards it, you know, to be loosely, very, very kind of loosely generalized about that beautiful inequality that we all have in, in, a, in a wonderful alchemy to varying in, in, yeah, in a unique arrangement, in a wonderful alchemy, in varying levels within ourselves. Uh, it's about going into action. So really important for our actions to come from an aligned place of being in resonance with the truth of who we are. So that rather than joining a group field, because this is just what everyone, there's a biggest group in your community and the, most of your friends are in it and you want to be a part. You don't want to miss out on the events that are going on there or the discussion that's happening. Instead, to shift into unity consciousness, to shift the paradigm 
of the group field consciousness in your reality by asking who is aligned in my frequency? Who is vibrating with me? Not how can I go into a group field and match my frequency to the group, but who is vibrating in alignment with me? And if they're not in my immediate environment, if I can't see them in my local community, if I can't see them in my online group connections, start asking, start calling that in and saying, I please, I, I want to send, send that message inwards to the higher self, please. It's time for me huh, to make connection with those who are vibrating with me who are a match for my highest frequencies who are going to call me into being who are going to call me forward who are going to call me further who are going to lift me up and who I can lift up who are going to help me expand and whom I can help expand where is there aliveness joy vitality in my group connections and to start looking, and if there's, if you can't find, and where is, hmm, to ask the other question as well, and say, where where do I feel a drop, uh, or fear, or I want to step back, or I shut down, or I don't express my truth in this group field, that's a huge one, for a lot of us, I, I, I veto myself, or I filter, or I shut down, or I, I literally translate what I have to say, so it matches the frequency of, of the group that I'm a part of. Wherever I'm doing that, am I gaining something by that? Or is it just closing me down? Wouldn't it be more freeing to call in those connections? Because they do exist. For all of us, they do exist. Those connections who are a match for us frequentially. Those communities. And if they don't exist, we grow them with our intention. When we ask, I call to me those who are in frequential alignment with me. Those who are going to lift me, those who are going to expand me, those I'm going to lift and those I'm going to help expand. And that is my recommendation for this beautiful early part of 2023 and beyond. It's not like it's for now, it's for this month, this year. It's from this year and beyond, continually. Uh, so whenever you're listening to this, this is always going to be relevant. <laughs> There's no time from this point onwards where it's not going to be relevant. And for sure, it would have been relevant before, but we're bringing it in now because this is what's supported. There is divine intervention, grace interventions entering the planet uh, and working with the collective consciousness of humanity now that are like a, a flood of fresh water, freshening our connection and making more available this opportunity to call that in and have it supported, have it easier than it's been in the past, have it come more quickly and more efficiently and more gracefully and with less of karma and karmic interruptions and conflicts that it would have come with in the past so now is basically from this point now onwards is the time to be calling in who who is my tribe help me find them i call them to me bring me the connections that are going to connect me to my highest light tribe now
Thanks for dropping in. I'm your host, Lucy Hunter. Blueprint work is for aligning with the self beyond the stories. This can help us shift our perspective, change our state, and rewrite the story of who we are from a place of aligning with our highest truth. We connect with our intuition, our guidance, our gifts, and multidimensional, unconditionally loving support, owning our sovereignty as master co-creators of our own reality, reclaiming our loving power to transform ourselves and anything in our experience. The transmissions in these podcasts contain energetic frequencies intended to activate our inner oracle, our divine remembering, and the knowingness that comes with living humanly as the divine multidimensional beings that we are. For one-to-one support with your inner work, connect with me at infinityresonance.com. I hope you have a beautiful day.